0: Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Surprising news today, breaking. We told you that OnlyFans was going to close up shop, shut down. They weren't going to survive anymore because remember they banned pornography. And they said they weren't going to allow it anymore. They were going to allow some stuff, but they just didn't know what they were going to allow. But for sure, that naked body stuff is not going to happen on OnlyFans. Well, guess what it is? Yes, it is. Gosh darn it. We decided, you know what? We've, we've changed. We've changed our mind. And we've got the secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community. Do ya? Do ya? So, I guess agreements with the banks have come through. And they've shown that, you know, we make a lot more money, Mr. Banker, when we show the naked women and the naked guys on their private OnlyFans pages, perhaps you'd like to continue to make that money. And Mr. Banker said, you know, that's probably a pretty good idea. I think we will. You know what? Go ahead. You keep that up. So as of right now, OnlyFans stands for inclusion, and they're going to continue to provide a home for all creators. So they're still in business, by the way. Yes, porn wins after all. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So we can add another one to the list. Lizzo, I know this is going to come as a shock to you. Lizzo has said okay I'm with him on this one so there was a picture of Matthew McConaughey on an Instagram post that said Matthew McConaughey hasn't used deodorant in over 35 years yeah he hasn't used deodorant or cologne in over uh, 20 years and this you know obviously says 35 years so for a long time he's loved the smell of him and Lizzo now says she's with him okay I'm with him on this one I stopped using deodorant and I smell better do you do you Lizzo (laughs) what is going on with America and we just had that stupid story not long ago of uh who was oh Gillen Jake Gyllenhaal talked about not wearing any deodorant. We had uh, we had Matthew McConaughey. We had Aston Kutcher and Miley Kunis say they were embracing the funk. And uh, they were saying that, wait till you see dirt. And Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, her husband, proudly uh, praised the on-shower world. Oh, okay. So we've got all these people saying that they're, so they're okay with no deodorant. And they just want to wrap themselves in their own funk. No, I don't know why people think this is good, but I do not. You can quote, I do not think BO is good. Sorry, no. Now I realize that maybe there are times when you go out camping, you're out hanging out for a week and you decide this week, I'm going to go on Esherel. That's it. No deodorant, no nothing. You're just going to be you. With one with the woods. One with nature. But when you get home, man, throw the clothes away. Burn them. Take a shower, multiple showers. You need like the, the, <laughs> the pandemic hose-off shower, man, coming in. You need to wipe all that stuff off. It'll take you forever to get rid of that. And you know You know, you've smelled the homeless guy on the corner. You walk by him and, oof, they've got that Lizzo now funk. No, Lizzo, you do not smell better, baby. No, honey. I know you've been fat shamed and you're concerned about that and your life sometimes is in a turmoil and you just feel like everything is out to get you. But when people stop hanging around you, Or stop, you know, maybe they come by and they say hello and they leave one of those little bars of deodorant soap from the health food store that isn't deodorant but is deodorant. I mean, people are willing to put up with that smell other than the B.O. Because you know what kind of the health food store deodorant bar, you know, that smell, that whole, you know, kind of, what is it? I want to it's like that... patchouli yeah stuff like that yeah you have the you have the uh, you have the incense sticks burning and the patchouli oils and you have that funk to you, that little uh, thrift store funk from years ago yeah you know what I'm talking about so no you don't have that funk I mean Lizzo probably has that funk for sure and maybe that covers it up enough But after a while, even that, even that funk doesn't cover up the incense or the patchouli's man, or the homeless. No, no. What covers that up? A shower. Okay. I mean, even Matthew McConaughey's co-host or co-stars in the movies said, "Ooh, no, baby, no." That one, the one, the one chick that was in the movie with him that said, "I couldn't take it. I didn't want to do any. There was no. There was no." Matthew McConaughey business going on? Uh, no, do not embrace the funk, man. I can't. I can't. Lizzo. I know people, you know, love and care for you. So maybe somebody will tell you, no, honey, no, baby, no. We can't have that because if you think fat shaming is bad, oof. Wait till you start getting bo shamed, then you're going to be in trouble. Okay, what is going on? I don't know if Lizzo has participated in the Milk Crate Challenge, but have you seen what's happening? I guess it's a TikTok thing that I'm getting on Instagram and Twitter now too, so I guess it's turned into a social media event, the tick, or the uh, uh, Milk Crate Challenge. Now, they, they start with the, the tallest one is six milk crates, and then it works down with a pyramid from there. Five, four, three, two one. Huh? I know. So, uh, that's the way it works. That's a pyramid of the milk crates. So people are to walk up the milk crates and then down the milk crates and you're not supposed to use your hands or anything. You just walk up. Now the people who have succeeded that I've seen succeed real slow. Uh, I saw one lady do it with high heels. That was pretty impressive and she made it, but it was real slow. I mean, it's like at some point you're like, okay, we'll fall. Let's get this over with. You know, there's got to be some kind of time frame. But some of the crashes, holy cow, have been outstanding. Outstanding. Now, the one guy, he went up. I think this is him. Yeah, this is from. He got it too. That's that OG Mike, I think. Is that the OG Mike one? Yeah. Now, he crashed and he landed his his whole chest boom on that milk crate. I'm telling you what, man. And then he got up and walked off. So, you, I don't know if you've ever crashed, fallen from a ladder or tripped and crashed in a driveway cuz I have never done anything like that, but I can tell you that when it happens, you pop right back up. Like it's everything's okay. Everything's okay. And then you walk away and then you sit down and you go, "Holy cow." that freaking hurt something is broken and it's not right i'm telling you that guy has the milk crate markings on his chest forever for a long time i remember when my son my oldest son uh geez he was just a little kid and he was riding his bike and they were having races in the street with his friends and i can still see him hit that mailbox to this day he and his buddies are racing and they're coming up into the yard and he does he's refusing to move and, and out of the way and during this race and he hits our mailbox man and i mean he freaking nailed that mailbox man he had the mailbox bruise on his chest for a long freaking time man but he was he refused to move it's kind of doesn't bode well for the brain cells there but i'm just saying he refused to move and he didn't move damn it and, the, you know, the amazingly, he lost, and the mailbox was still standing. And uh, so, anyway, I, that guy has definitely got milk crate bruises on his chest for a long time now. Now, this guy, this guy fell, slams his face, his face in the face. He comes along the side of a building, so it looks like they're doing the milk crate challenge outside of a bar. Smart move, really. If you're filming, that's the place to do it. And uh, so he comes, and he's jogging. You know, he's Mr. I'm drunk. I'm high. I'm going to come around the corner and just pop up and do the milk crate challenge. And he gets all the way to the top, and it, you see it start to wobble, especially the the one before the very top one started to wobble. So he's thinking he can grab onto that top one with his foot and stable it out. No, it does not work that way. Oh, hey. Hey. oh wow. And oh. Oh. Oh, oh. he just oh, has oh. laid out and everybody's laughing at him i mean he has a milk crate oh oh i'm watching it again now i mean I'm telling you, he has a milk crate on the side of his face man it is it's gonna be bad <laughs> and he just lays on the ground now it's hurt so while i appreciate the challenge and i'm appreciating the people crashing and burning it's not a smart move man what are you doing i know that some camps summer camps used to have this kind of challenge but they would you know put you in harnesses so that you would if you fall they catch you you know you don't actually fall to smash your face and they put you make you wear a helmet and like a sissy with a helmet and straps so you don't hurt yourself how about you climb those things like a man and then smash your face into the bottom of those milk crates, man! Holy cow! And then we have the challenge that just posted the milk crate challenge that was going on in some park, and all the the Park Brothers are out there, and I don't—I'm guessing they're brothers, and they all you know consider themselves brothers. I don't know—I'm guessing they're a family, and they're out there. And then uh, as they're doing the challenge, and the one guy is up to the top, and he's looking pretty good. He's looking pretty strong. It's a little wobbly, but it looks like he just might make it until. Holy cow. I mean, that's, that's a number of gunshots in the park, a uh, number of gunshots. Now, I don't, I think the milk crate challenge guy survived, although I don't know that. But if that is what's happening to milk crate challenges around America today, I would advise against doing the milk crate challenge. You don't, seriously, you don't want people shooting at you. Okay? Just that's just a helpful hint from me and chewing the fat. Uh, You don't want people shooting at you. You're welcome. All right, before we go to the break room, we have to do an update on Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. You thought it was over, didn't you? No. Operation Varsity Blues is back, and this time it's pissed. So, Marcy. Palatella, 66, of Hillsboro, California, is going to plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit honest services mail fraud. According to the terms of the plea agreement, the parties have agreed to a sentence of six weeks in prison, a $250,000 fine, two years of supervised release with a condition of home confinement for the first six months of the supervised release, and... 500 hours of community service. This was all because she agreed with Singer, Rick Singer, and others to pay $500,000 to facilitate her son's admission to USC as a football recruit, even though he really wasn't actually being recruited and would not have to play on the USC football team. She is now the 33rd parent to plead guilty in the Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. I may have to let this go, man. I missed it. <sighs> I missed it. I may, man. Cannon. Tonight's episode. Cannon. Think about it. Tonight's episode, Country Blues. I mean, Operation Varsity Blues. Man, it is good to have a story back about that. I thought it was gone too. But no, the government will not let this rest. These parents will go to jail and will serve time and will pay fines. We won't have them paying extra money to get their children into colleges. It won't happen. But now that the big stars have already done their time and paid their fines, nobody cares. Well, we do here at Chewing the Fat. We still care about Operation Varsity Blues. You know I had to play it again just to hear it. All right, that's fine. All right, that's fine. I just had to hear the canon theme again. I freaking love that theme, man. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. After Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, oh. I won't make a plate again. Okay, there's a reason why states like Utah shouldn't have gators anywhere, including even the zoos. So the zoo exhibit <laughs> in, what was this stupid zoos? West Valley City, Utah sure it was fine at the reptile petting zoo uh had the had an, a gator there and the people were all standing around and the trainer Lindsay is uh, trying to show off and the gator grabs her arm and pulls her into the tank and it's not letting go i don't know if you know this gators don't like to let go of things once they snap onto you so one of the guests jumps in to help Lindsay. And finally, wrestles with the gator. I mean, all you got to do is start bopping that thing on the top of the head, man. Just start banging him. He'll open it up. But apparently, he's never been to Gatorland. And uh, so now she's free, and he's on top of the gator all by himself in there. (laughs) He's lucky the gator didn't whomp on his butt, man. And he said that uh, all of a sudden, I'm there She's gone, and I'm all by myself with this gator. I'm not sure. I figured, you know, once I get her free, I got him by the neck. He shouldn't be able to get me, right? Right. And his wife was like, once she was out, I realized, oh, my goodness, he's in there alone. Yeah, that's what happened. But uh, he was fortunate enough to get out, and everybody's fine. I guess her arm is... You know, obviously injured, but everything is okay or as okay as it can be. But I did see that my friends at Gatorland are now going to be racing NASCAR. So at Boggy Adventures and Gatorland, team up with uh, Florida native at BJ McLeod 78 to take on Daytona. The Gator car is going to be on the track Saturday night under the lights. So I'm liking that. I'm liking the Gatorland NASCAR car. Is that what it's supposed to be? The NASCAR car? Yeah, good enough. Gatorland, best place in America. So in the words of Dr. Ian Malcolm from the documentary Jurassic Park Life, We'll find a way. I see the headline as long as we're talking about animals eating things that they shouldn't eat, you know, gators eating humans. Uh, we have a, a video of a tortoise eating a baby bird and they claim horrifying video for the first time. Really? It's horrifying? Yeah. So this giant tortoise apparently is supposed to be a vegetarian and just eats plants and bushes and no meat. Well, they have video from July of 2020 on Frigate Island in the Indian Ocean. And this tortoise, the giant tortoise, is walking along. <laughs> walking along and there's this turn bird, a uh, little chick bird that seems to be, you know, just up against and the tortoise keeps moving slower toward the bird and then eats the bird. And, you know, that's quite horrifying. Why is it horrifying? It's just this reptile stalking its prey. And it finally reached the bird. And the bird was like, "Uh, I'm right here. And the tortoise was like, I know, I'm going to eat you, and eats him. It wasn't horrifying at all. That's what happens in nature. We just think that they're vegetarian. These tortoises are eating what they can. And if they've got a stupid bird... Just hanging out in front of them, and it's hungry. It's going to eat them. So it's not horrifying at all. But I mean, now we've turned these giant tortoises into meat eaters. It's a good thing they move slow. Long as we're talking about eating, let's talk about uh, a way for you to get free food, and that is, and free food is a bonus in everyone's life. So restaurants are now offering free food and discounts because they're looking for employees and they're they're dying for people to work at their restaurants so what they've done is said hey um you know like applebee's said hey come in and we'll give you free appetizers if you're you know an applicant here uh sure are you an applicant looking for a job i sure am is that free food it is okay yeah i'm thinking about working here uh you know whatever uh just bring me some more uh some more appetizers and we can we can talk for a while okay no problem there's plenty of restaurants hotels are offering rooms and credits at the bar <laughs> and free meals just to come and apply for jobs oh okay i mean maybe you should just be a signing bonus like if i start to work for you i get free food and a free room and maybe some drinks at the bar No, I just have to say that I want to work for you. Yes, we're just really trying to attract, you know, people to come and work here. And if if this does it, then come on by. So that's kind of cool. So if you're looking for a way to get free food, just start going to these different restaurants that are busy looking for employees and say, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a job. Is there a way that I could, you know, get some lunch and you and I could talk about getting a job here? Why, sure, sit down. What would you like? You are good to go. And you don't even have to end up working there. You're welcome. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, I've got to talk about Colonel Allen West. All right, his wife was arrested over the weekend. All right, and she was arrested for DUI. And he is pissed. And he posted on his Facebook page, told the whole story, said his wife wasn't drunk, said the police, the Dallas Police Department pulled her, her over. She blew into the breathalyzer. It did, showed zero. So then they arrested her for being under the influence and they made her take a blood test and he is asking for the police officer to be fired he wants the chief and the mayor to come to his house and apologize and i they've released the video now i have not watched the video yet of the interaction when she was arrested he claims that it was she was pulled over by the DUI unit and they have to you know arrest people to keep their money coming in from the federal government so they just arrest whatever's happening and he wants all kinds of stuff uh to happen the chief uh gave a press conference uh to address the questionable arrest and charging of his wife and he is still saying that uh, that the chief should heed the counsel of roman statesman marcus cesareo of uh, The arrogance of officialdom should be tempered and controlled. And he wants wants people fired. It's amazing. Now, I can't wait to see the video of the wife's arrest. And I wish I had seen it already to talk to you. We'll talk about it tomorrow on Chewing the Fat. Because I've got Alan West and what he has said. And there's going to be more today. Because he wants the police chief and the mayor to come to the house and apologize. Get down and bend the knee to the colonel who is running for, uh, is he running? he's the governor, right? He's running for governor, right, of the state of Texas. So uh, good luck. Uh, it's good free campaign <laughs> commercials for him. I think that's good commercial for the campaign. Anyway, and he claims the wife had a couple of uh, Excedrin and that's it had, uh, water and lemonade at the dinner. Just amazing. So uh, the outcome is going to be great. I don't know, you know, maybe it is driving while black. I don't know if the officer is, uh, was black. He, he gave the names of the officer and the one officer was a, a female and, uh, you know, they were with the DUI unit. So it'll be fascinating to see what comes of this. I will be very fascinated to see if the chief and the mayor go to bend the knee at Allen house. That would be incredible. I don't think it's going to happen, though. So if you were out on a date and you got a note from a guy at another table that read, too many red flags, run, be safe, girl, (laughs) what would you do? So this lady goes out on a date, and she's at this coffee bar, and they're sitting at a table, and they're just drinking their coffee on their little innocent rendezvous, as it's called here. And the guy gets up to go to the bathroom. And according to this story, the gay guy sitting behind her passes her a note on the back of a CBS receipt that read, too many red flags, run, be safe, girl. Oh. Okay. So they're wondering, I wonder what those red flags are. I mean, there's plenty of jokes, right? The the if it's the gay guy sitting behind you, he's saying, Oh, the guy was gay last night. He's not, not now you now he's sitting with you. I mean, there's all kinds of jokes there. But uh I guess there were red flags early on. Uh, so she just decided against aborting the date and she went on but uh, now it's, according to her, it's over, okay? The the note was greatly appreciated and added some laughs to my night, uh, and there won't be a second date. Oh, okay. So some of the comments to her social media post about this were run, please. He's probably in a group chat rating you in a scale of one to 10. Uh, one ride or die supporter wrote, Kevin fan is a hundred percent, a red flag. <laughs> so I don't know if you're, if you're at a, if you're out on a date and you get a note that uh, tells you to uh, run too many red flags, do you do it? Uh, I don't know. And do you believe it? I don't know. You know, we see stories all the time about people getting notes on receipts and they just don't seem real. And so this is really funny and I like it, but I don't know that it's real. But if you get a note like that when you're out on a date, I would advise to run and don't look back. Speaking of dating, apparently there's a new term in dating and it's called roaching. You know what roaching is? (laughs) I have a pretty good idea. Uh, pretty good idea, but apparently some dates don't go well. Others are awkward. Others, uh, you know, are pretty good. You hit it off. But if there's a, if your new fling is sleeping around with other people, that's roaching. Really? I thought that was just somebody that was, you know, promiscuous, but I guess not. You know how cockroaches they multiply in hiding. <laughs> well, roaching is now a dating term coined that refers to someone that is sleeping around with many. Ooh, so CEO of exclusive matchmaking. I guess she's a professional matchmaker adds that. Even if you're aware of one, uh, one other sexual partner, you could realize that they are in fact many, um, yeah so uh and plenty of us have had uh i say plenty of us <laughs> not me <laughs> oh no 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 not me plenty of uh, plenty of people that i've talked to over the years you know have had uh uh multiple people that you enjoy dating with have had uh, people that you would use just for certain evenings of the week, and that does that count as roaching? Yes, according to this, yes, that is roaching. So if you are someone who is sleeping around with many, you are now roaching or just a roach. Ooh. Nasty. That's a nasty name. I don't like cockroaches. Never have. Oh, I didn't say cockroaches, Jeff. What are you talking about? Roaches. It's called roaching. Oh, okay. All right. And I see where a uh, former escort has now come out with which professions are best in bed. Huh. She's a former high-class escort. I guess she's retired now. She's worked for an escort for six years and uh she's uh from australia her name is amanda goff and looking at these pictures she's you know could have done the job could have done the job uh, well i'm guessing but uh she claims that uh she worked under the name samantha x and is now retired from the industry that's that's it no more i i just i couldn't i couldn't do it any anymore but uh my sexual experiences were, uh, were with a wide variety of career people. And she believes that she can rank you by your profession. If you want debaucherous night of sex, the lawyer is your man. Doesn't matter if they're commercial property, divorce, or criminal. Their penchant for kinky sex never fails to shock. They also tell very entertaining stories and wear good suits doctors are also a dab hand in the sexual arts oh okay uh a bit like lawyers great suits great stories also guilty of the god complex i mean understandable they do save lives uh they tend to fall in love with you and cannot believe you don't want to see them outside of this despite them having a wife and four young kids i know she's being specific now so if your husband is a doctor and has four kids with you uh, you know perhaps she did that she quit now though so it's not it's been a while ago now they have great stories and good at foreplay which you would hope so as they know the human bodies inside and out duh if you like funny cute and fast uh, which I'm guessing you probably don't. <laughs> then you should try a night with a copper. <laughs> I love cops. They're tough, funny, and down to earth. They make their own lunches and are good to their moms. But I promise you, they will wear their uniform one day. But they never do. And oh, that she wants them. They, she wants them to wear the uniform when they come to her. But they never do. <laughs> And they're too scared of getting caught. What a bunch of pansies. Every time I've been in a car with an off-duty cop, they drive like maniacs, break every law known to man. The sex is a bit like them. Funny, cute, and fast. They're always tired. (laughs) (laughs) IT workers, meanwhile, are supposedly lovers of foreplay, although this can be ruined somewhat if they don't brush their teeth. (laughs) Uh, I said uh, no, no comment about uh, About deodorant though So I'm not sure how Much that weighs in The tradies such as electricians Joiners, builders, etc Are the opposite Of what you might expect uh, They are uh, pussy cats in the bedroom Who tend to like MILFs <laughs> Hey she's the professional Not me, I'm just telling you What she's reporting on, okay And she's talking about celebrities. Celebrities are the worst. But once again, you could argue that being a celebrity isn't really a job, or at least it never used to be. So there you have it. Uh, Lawyers and doctors, it looks like, are the kinkiest. And uh, if you're a plumber, you just like MILFs. That pretty much wraps it up. Oh, So I find it interesting that the airlines still want to try and uh, make people feel uh scared, and they still make people worried about flying, and they still wonder why people are so frustrated when they're flying and then I see a thread a Twitter thread from Janice Dean. You know Janice from Fox News, and she's been uh, you know big on the anti cuomo. Uh, campaign and good uh, he's gone and by the way as a side note they've taken his emmy away so you talk about someone that has fallen from grace man that is andrew cuomo wow someone from the top of the mountain has fallen so far so her tweet is talking about how her mom flew home uh on air canada and she had huge issues flying uh and delays cancellations hours at airport terminals with no food or water and so she left New York once again with an awful story, and it goes through the thread of the flight from New York to Toronto was fine, but she had a connecting flight to London, London, Ontario, where she lives. The lineup was so long at customs she missed her connecting flight, had to pick up her luggage and wait in line for customer service. Now, I believe that they do a lot of that on purpose. We've talked about that before, waiting on the tarmac, you get there early, and then they realize that things are backed up so they just kind of wait at the tarmac a little bit, and uh, they make you miss the flight. They do that on purpose. You can't get through to Air Canada on the phone over two-hour wait to talk to someone, so she called me crying. I DM'd an agent on Twitter who said they would book her on a flight then next day, but they could not tell me where she would stay overnight. Mom then called me upset, said she had a nice ticket agent, take her to, and got her a 9.30 p.m. flight last seat. She waited until then, got on the plane, didn't get off the ground until 11. The pilot admitted that, "Ah, yeah, we're a little short staff. Um, You know, we're a little short by 600 people, so we're trying to get this thing taken care of. Hundreds of people have been told by Air Canada to get to work, and none of them are showing up. But the airline continues to book flights that they can't get off the ground. Huh. That seems something that somebody ought to report. Huh. Maybe that's why the people are so pissed at the airports and at the airlines. My mom finally got home 1 a.m. Sunday. She said the airport was a nightmare. So many families cannot get home without incredible challenges. And yet the airlines continue to take their money. That's a problem. And here's the kicker. Yes, they lost their luggage. (laughs) Of course they did. Of course they did. Now, Janice says her mom is fine. She's almost 80, great health, but uh, was so sick with worry. uh, She said, I can't lose my mom. And, yeah, yeah, she's concerned about her mom. Yeah, 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 Janice, we got it. You're concerned about your mom's health, whatever. I just want to say that these airlines, you know, they want to play – big boss and they want to play. You got to wear your mask and be vaccinated and you have to act like you're the good little sheep as you're boarding our planes and we don't want any mouth from you and we'll take care of it. But how about we get just just a little, just a little back. That's all. Just a little bit of love back. And I know you don't want to turn down the money. I know you don't. But if you don't have the people to fly them, maybe you ought to do that. And I know we're having problems now with fuel. Uh, there's plenty of companies how talking about how they are, uh, I'll call it dead planing, but uh, flying with empty planes going to locations because they have to be on the ground for other planes to get the fuel they have. Uh, how about you throw a couple people on the plane? oh I would use more fuel. The plane would be a lot heavier then. Oh, okay, sure. And they certainly love to overbook well people don't show up and so we've got to overbook because we've got to make sure our seats are full no no you really don't that's really just extra money in your pocket that you're that you're just taking from people and so if you know that you're going to be late uh, and or there's going to be other well we don't we have no control over the weather jeff sometimes that picks us up yes it does but that's not all you're doing and you know it just a side note uh, if you own a Chevy bolt, and I don't know, I personally don't know anyone that owns a Chevy bolt, but if you do, uh it's been recalled. Yeah, GM is recalling all Chevy bolts um, due to fire risk, so you should park outside and limit charging. <laughs> Just a heads up for you Chevy bolt owners out there, Park outside and limit charging there's a slight chance of a fire happening so we've got to go ahead and recall them so you might want to just take those back to the dealer right now Uh, no matter what you're doing if you're listening to this now and you're in your chevy bolt think to yourself i have to go to the dealership and go there now so a little while ago they had the story of six flags fiesta texas uh unveiling a plan for the world's steepest dive roller coaster Dr. Diabolical's Cliffhanger features three 21-passenger trains reaching a height of 15 stories. Uh, then comes straight down a 95-degree beyond vertical drop, and then they're released moments later into a 150-foot dive. I love roller coasters. I love them. I do. And uh, there's a little bit of an issue for me because, well, a lot of them don't have fat guy seating. And I'm a little bummed. Now the last, some of the ones that have fat guy seating aren't the best roller coasters. They're like the little kid roller coasters. But I ride them because I love them. It's like uh, that's a, yeah, the fat people are over there. That's the roller coaster you go on. You can't be on this one. Now the one at uh, Busch Gardens, Busch Gardens Tampa, um, Dawn on the Serengeti Plain, Nairobi, Tangiers. Anyway, Bush Gardens, Tampa. And uh, uh, there's the one roller coaster, I can't remember the name of it, but they have what they call fat guy seating. And they, I mean, I was on that one, and I couldn't do it. They were like, oh, yeah, that's the fat guy seats. They're up front, and they're like the two in the middle, I think, or maybe a little off to the left of that front row. And that's, the, that's their fat guy seating. So they get you in, and they push as hard as they can to lock that brace on you man and i mean it's like ah! and the guy goes yeah that's a fat guy that'll be good and he sets you in there and in comes the young kids that are working at the roller coaster and they are pushing as hard as they can and you are sucking it in as best you can and trying to get that thing to all you want to hear is a click that's so all you need is a click that's it just a click no do click it won't click and then and they just it's the fat walk of shame man you want to talk about getting fat shamed everybody's clicked in but you the fat guy that have to walk away you have to walk past all the people that are already clicked in and you've been holding up the ride because they've been trying to click you in bastards well anyway <laughs> now we have a story known as the uh Dodo dampa roller coaster in Japan. And uh, it's located near the base of Mount Fuji. Yeah, it's been shut down. Uh, apparently, uh, several passengers have sustained fractured bones while on the ride. <laughs> That's it, though. We're not sure what's causing these injuries on the roller coaster, but people are just, you know. I don't know, breaking their legs and stuff on it. So we probably should close it down. I mean, maybe I'm happy I didn't get the fat guy seat. Maybe I'm happy. But you want to talk? I I should sue. I should sue. Because I haven't told that story, or maybe I have, and I just don't remember it. But that is a walk of shame. Man, you're there with your family and friends, and everybody's clicked in, and you've got the full car you know, they they sit across like eight lanes of people and it comes down. What is the name of that stupid ride? Might have been Montu when they opened it because there's Sheikra now and the Cheetah Hunt and the Tigris. But I think when they opened Montu, we were there because I've been to Busch Gardens, you know, a thousand times. I love Busch Gardens. It's a lot of fun. I don't love them now, though. Not for this lawsuit, because I, th- I think it was uh, Montu that uh, they gave me the fat walk of shame. And I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm still, it really, really hurts you. I mean, everybody's there. And then they, no click. It won't click. It can't go back far enough to click. And then it's like, yeah, no, sorry. We get out. It won't click. You, You can't go. Next, skinny person. Come on, let's go. Let's get this ride going. This guy can't fit. He's too fat. I tell you it sucks. Oh, I'm pissed all over again. At Bush guyss I'll just be over here. I'll walk all the way down to the end where you guys get off. okay, I'll meet you there. I mean, in fact you know what I'm gonna go get an ice cream because <laughs> I'm fat and that's all I do I can't fit on the roller coaster and some of the places some of the places have the seats out front so they, they don't want to fat shame you on the ride. So they have the seats out front of the ride, and they're like, "These are the seats that you have to fit into. If you're fat, you won't be able to fit into it. Go ahead and try here, so you won't be embarrassed up by the ride." And everybody does, and you see all the fat people. Even, I mean, r- the real fat people, like you know, myself, would look at it and go, oh, "I can fit in that." And you take a shot, right? And that's where you get up top. You get all the way up top, and you get you go for the click because you're like, "Yeah, no, it was." The bar came down. I'm good. Right? I'm all right. No, it won't click. You're out. Have a nice day. But, you know, a lot of people look at that and go, ooh, yeah, no. I'll wait here. You kids go ahead because I'm not fitting in that. I mean, there should there should be a fat guy roller coaster, not the little kid ones. Just ticks me off. And if, just as we're speaking of theme parks, I see where Disney World is really uh, going to. Uh, that's nice of them it's nice of them you know how they had their fast pass at disneyland and disney world and they they would just you just get it you'd go there and you'd be if you're staying at the park or whatever and they give you the fast pass and you just you've got it you could just skip some of the lines and stuff uh yeah they're gonna go ahead and retire that uh we're gonna charge everybody for that now everybody has to charge look customers are gonna need to pay 15 to 20 bucks a ticket if they want the fast pass there's no more of this comp stuff going on anymore pandemic has been tough on all of us. So there's no more, uh, no more comps of the Fast Pass. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little hint here. And a little helpful tip on how to get past Disney Fast Pass. All right? Now, this is just between you and me. And I just, just between you and me. All right? When you go to Disney, take a wheelchair. You are fast-tracked on all the rides. You're welcome.